Podcasting. The PSAs you hear on Miller and Condon and iHeartMedia Des Moines are presented in part by Nick Mick. We take care of our own. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, our final hour of the week. We're going to hear from Brock Conrad, catch Des Moines momentarily, as we're going to do throughout this period of our lifetime, and what's going on in our city, and how perhaps we can help some of these local establishments in our city try and keep the doors open when it's indeed time to throw the doors open and welcome everybody in. We want them to still be there. Brock Conrad momentarily. The 2017 Iowa State uh, football team in the spotlight coming up in about 15 minutes. And then, as we will do every Friday in our final segment, we'll recap the week of restaurant radio. Uh, Next week, we're going to start uh, including a couple of businesses, Trent. We uh, had a couple of small businesses reach out and ask if they can be a part of it. And, of course, the answer is yes. Uh, Ken Miller Show at gmail.com. Trent Condon on Facebook. We devote an hour on Tuesday and an hour on Thursday to community support. It's uh, certainly a great thing uh, that we're able to do here with our extra time that we have available. Like you said, reach out to us, a business, even if it's not a restaurant. Uh, I had somebody reach out that we're going to have on next week. They have a winery over in Adel. And so we're going to have them on next week and talk a little bit about their business and what they're doing in terms of carryout, where you can pick up the wine, because, of course, you don't have wine tasting right. happening right now. But there are so many businesses like that. And then the small businesses that you talked about, Ken, also here for you. Something we want to do, reach out and be able to help out a lot of different people with this avenue that we're doing with our restaurant. Radio. Absolutely. Thank you, Nick Mick, for that. Uh, let's get Brock Conrad in here. He is from Catch Des Moines. Brock, Trent, and Ken, and you're going to be with us uh, at, in this time slot as we get through this all together. How are you, Brock? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. How was your week? Did it fly by? Mine did. How about you? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's flying by, and you know we're doing a lot for the local community, so... Uh, First, I just want to thank you guys for all that you're doing and giving me this time and also uh, other small businesses in the community the time to kind of get on air with you guys. So, yeah, yeah. Happy, to, happy to do it, Brock, and uh, absolutely happy to do it. We'll continue to do it. So what uh, what have you guys at Catch Des Moines, uh, what have you been, uh, what's kept you busy all week? Yeah, so, uh, you know, like we talked about last week, it's just really important to, small, uh, to support our small business community during this uh, unprecedented time, you know, so that's supporting local restaurants, uh, attractions, hotels, if any way that you can, um, by buying season tickets or getting carryout or uh, really anything, uh, gift cards, about anything to kind of really try to help them get through this uh, this time right now. Um, but kind of carrying off of what we have been doing the last week or two uh, with the DSM Local Challenge, uh, which is, you know, supporting those small local businesses uh, and posting your purchases online and tagging friends to do the same, uh, that uh, campaign's been very successful so far. We've had over, uh, you know, since last time we talked, uh, the up-to-date number with that is we've had over 19 million impressions Jeez. with that challenge so far. <laughs> That's um, incredible. With thousands of shares, yeah. So, we, you know, just yesterday, Governor Reynolds uh, got, uh, was a part of that and uh, posted her challenge, and uh, a lot of other media personalities are doing the same also. So, uh, you know, 
we really appreci- appreciate the support, and uh, it's just a, it's a huge testament to our community, and uh, it's, it's not surprising to me, though. One of uh, the things that jumped out to me as I was looking this week at Catch Des Moines and some of the different restaurants that you guys have, that local challenge, which is incredible, and, uh, well, I forgot to tag my dinner last night, but we did do takeout, and uh, thank you to the fine folks over at El Rodeo, who... Uh, as always, had great Mexican food. You love food. that place. Oh, it's incredible. Well, it's my, it's my daughter's favorite. Okay. That every time she has a choice to go out, that's what it was. <laughs> we asked her. She wanted cheese dip from El Rodeo, and that's what we had last night. But another cool thing you have up at Catch Des Moines, virtual activities for families. And the day can get a little bit long when you got a couple of young ones at home, as I'm learning out uh, very well right now. Some of the cool things you have there for the activities for families. Yeah, so if you go to catchdesmoines.com, uh, support local. Uh, there's a nice little resource hub there for everything going on right now during this crisis, but definitely with those virtual opportunities, it's a great thing to kind of do since we're um, all in our houses, and uh, it's a great thing for kids. It's a great thing. Honestly, it's a great. there's a lot of great things for adults, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go there, you can kind of check out our blog post that lists all those different things you can do with your kids. But yeah, uh, like Blank Park Zoo is doing stuff, and Botanical Garden, the Art Center, uh, all different virtual activities for families. So it's a, it's a really fun thing to do. Um, and, you know, and then on top of that, outside of the virtual stuff that we're doing also, we to kind of add on to the TSM Local Challenge, we actually just started uh, yesterday a bingo contest. So that's uh, been really fun so far. People are really excited about that. Um, and it's kind of the same way. There's you know a five-by-five five bingo card, and it has all the different things you can do. And once you can't get all those, they entered into a contest. And it's a great way to support local businesses. And, um, you know, we'll select a few winners there at the end of that bingo challenge. So, you mentioned... Yeah. You mentioned, Brock, the Blank Park Zoo, and uh, this is on our to-do list coming up this weekend. They're having a drive-by light-up animal displays that are happening out there uh, right around the parking lot so people can come through. And though, of course, you're not going to see the live animals, they'll have lit-up animals there. So just another way to, to be involved there, Blank Park Zoo, a nonprofit no admission fee, but they are asking for donations if you can help out. And I think it's, what, 8 o'clock till 10 o'clock tonight. They'll be having that tonight and tomorrow night out at Blank Park Zoo. Does that sound right? That is right, yep. Mm. So you're in for that, are you, TC? We're going to hop, put the kids in the car and make our way over to the south side. Maybe drop the wife off. She can uh, go into her school because, you know, for all intents and purposes, as a teacher at Park Avenue, school year looks like it's probably trending towards being over and with yeah, that it is true. she she hasn't been in her classroom you know she hasn't uh-huh. been there she she's got a ton of stuff there that she thought after spring break oh i'm gonna be back in there obviously that's not the case just well crazy. Uh, yeah i know the date was announced april 30th mm-hmm. but look may 1st isn't gonna change oh, yeah, sadly yeah, yeah. you know I'm, I'm looking at your bingo card in front of in front of me here brock pretty cool idea you know you the, the dining delivery they fill in uh, the square under the b you stay and play um carry out those type of things that's a really good idea that you guys have put together and you've as you mentioned you've come up with a a way to award some prizes for getting a bingo on this thing huh yeah absolutely and you know and the and the idea was you know we're doing a really good job of supporting our local restaurants and breweries and stuff like that but there's also a lot of other small businesses that uh would need help too from from us so uh that's a kind of a fun game to kind of spread out and do a little bit different things supporting different um small businesses so it's it's a really fun game um we partnered with the greater des moines partnership on that too so um it's it's just been a really fun thing for us to do and we're going to continue to figure out campaigns to kind of keep this momentum going good stuff the website is give us the website give us all the 411 so we can find everything 
Yep, you can go to catchdemoine.com, support local for all that information. Okay, uh, catchdemoine.com, support local. Good stuff. I see featured this month. You've got on the uh, right on the front there. Uh, the website gets uh, updated uh, well often as we get through this. We'll talk to you in a week's time, and uh, we'll invite you to share what you guys are, the fine staff over there. You guys do a terrific job uh, supporting our community. Catchdemoine.com, catchdemoine.com. Brock, have a good week. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. Take care. Yeah, you do the same. Uh, the hashtag uh, DSM Local Challenge. DSM Local Challenge. Boy, there's a lot of folks that did that, Trent. Yes. How about the 18 million impressions out there? That's nuts. Thousands of people I love seeing stuff so like that. So do I. That. And In a good way, nuts. Yes, yeah. Central Iowa. Iowa in general is great. It's just such a wonderful place and the outpouring of support that we continue to see. If you can, help out in any fashion. These businesses, these small, small locally owned businesses, they need your support right now. I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking at the at the ta- the hashtag catch DSM mm-hmm. or DSM local challenge. I'm looking. Boy, I've got a craving for wings. Here's wings from the chicken coop. <laughs> yes. Wings from Exile Brewing. Uh-huh. Uh There's beer from Reclaimed Rails was tagged yesterday. What's this? Lua Brewing. You've heard of that? I have heard of that one. L yes. L U A. Haven't mm-hmm. heard of that one. Uh, Fernando's. Boy, there's a bunch of good restaurants. Ah, there's G-Migs. Somebody did the G-Migs. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah, G-Migs, uh, they joined us. Uh, when did we have them? Two- well, when that was did Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Going way back to Tuesday. All right, speaking of way back, we don't have to go f- that far back. Only no, a couple this is years. our most recent uh, look back at Iowa history, state of Iowa history, and the great teams going back to 2017 Iowa State football next. We will do that. We got a restaurant recap radio before we get out of here. Miller and Condon till noon. But right now, Trent, let's do this. KXNO and iHeart wants to help you pay your bills. Uh, text the keyword. And by the way, WHO had another two winners. Come on, let's go. That's like five. Yes. In this building. KXNO. KXNO. You're listening to us. Text. Let's try to get you a thousand bucks. And here's the key word. The key word is aid, A-I-D. Text aid to 200, 200 right now. Your chance to win a thousand. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. Aid to 200, 200. 2017 Iowa State football team will take a trip down memory lane when Trent and I continue on Des Moines Sports Station 1460 KXNO. Thank you for supporting Food Bank of Iowa. Ken Miller, Trent Condon, Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. Okay, welcome back. <laughs> this is the number one song. From 2017. It was uh, into September of 2017. I can honestly say this is the first time I've ever heard this song. I'm right there with you. The number one song in this country? In this country, yes. Now, Justin Bieber is a part of it. That's probably the reason behind it. I guess. Luis Fonsi and... Daddy Yankee. Well, you know what? I don't feel so bad then because if you've never, you've never heard of it, I can understand it. A sixty-year-old dude not hearing. Yeah, that, that one uh, did not. Certainly did not jump up with me. The number one song at the time, 2017. Well, uh, the Iowa State football team would go on that year to win eight football games. The final which ones uh, was in Memphis as they knocked off 
uh, Memphis in the Liberty Bowl. That was the that was the bowl trip where they ran out of bush light on Beale Street. <laughs> Boy, I was just I, I you know what maybe I got there expecting to see Bourbon Street. Yeah, you know I'd heard so much about it and um, it got there and this is it. <laughs> And it was cold. It was really, especially yeah. early in the week. Because Cindy and I got there. Did we travel on Christmas? We might have gone down on our Christmas that day. That sounds right I now that we you did. say that. Yeah. We drove, um, you know, straight through. Mm-hmm. Was it 12 hours? I think 10 sounds hours? About right. Probably 12. 12 through St. Louis right. and, and then straight down. So it wasn't a terrible trip. But uh, uh, yeah, Beale Street, look, there was it was fun. We saw the Ducks, uh, the Peabody Hotel, right? <laughs> That's always good. You've done that yeah. with uh, with your wife and daughter. But the season, Trent, overall, of course, the Joel Lanning story from that year, the uh, the position switch for him, as you mentioned earlier, we got off the air on that Friday thinking, well, it's Zeb Nolan's going to get his first start. And of all places, for crying out loud, he's going to get a start uh, against Oklahoma. Oh, my God, they're going to get beat by four touchdowns. Well, we were wrong on both counts. A, they won, and B, it was Kyle Kemp. We didn't see that coming. Not at all. This was a Kyle Kemp, a name that we knew was on the roster. But but that was it. Yeah, it, it looked like it was just a, a piece that is a depth piece, but not a guy that's actually going to play in a game. That's not what's going to happen, anything like that. Of course, we were wrong on that one. Do you remember what the point spread was? In the, the Liberty Bowl? No, for the Iowa State-Oklahoma oh, no, game. no, I don't. What was it? 17? 31. Come on. 31-point favorite. State 38, Oklahoma 31. Really? I don't recall that. They're favored by 31. They scored 31. That's wild. That's wild. Uh, linebacking car, of course, was Harvey, Spears, and Lanning, and mm-hmm. Peavy. Um, uh, DeAndre Payne is on that team. They had some players on that football team. Trent uh, Cotton Moy, although Cotton Moy didn't play the bowl game, didn't he? He ran a foul or something. He did, yes. And he was suspended just prior to the announcement came the day of the bowl game. So- I remember that. Season begins after year number one of Campbell, two and ten. Mm-hmm. Not a ton of expectations. I think maybe the hope was they can be a bowl team. I think that was outside the most ardent Iowa State fans, and there's a big in that community, but a realistic goal was get to six. Mm-hmm. Find a way to get to six, and that was going to be considered a good season, a step in the right direction in year two for Campbell. Game number one against you and I. It was a pretty comfortable victory, but early on, I was looking through this one, and one thing that I had forgotten about, this jog the memory, is they didn't score an offensive touchdown until there were just two minutes left in the first half. But they had two defensive touchdowns. Willie Harvey had a pick six, and then Cotton Moya had a pick six as they took the lead. I didn't remember that. And that was one of those things, and you kind of read it, oh yeah. The offense did struggle, but they caught fire in the second half. Montgomery with the touchdown, Murdoch with the touchdown, Akeem Butler with the touchdown. 42-24 is the final in there. You know what? I'm glad you brought up Marchie Murdoch. He had an underrated career, yes, I think. He, did. he he was uh, he, he played a big role on those Iowa State teams. Then the next week, of course, had to be Cyhawk, right? And we it know what was, happened there. It was the OT game. Yeah, a great OT game, and uh, this is the one where it felt like Iowa State's going to find a way. Yeah. It was They were going to get it done. Hakeem Butler with the long score. Second down and one for Park. Over the middle. Park wide open. Man! Hakeem Butler disappears into the Iowa sunshine! Big play there, but... Who's the play-by-play? 
Is that Benetti? That sounded like Benetti. I think it's Benetti. It, it certainly, yeah, you're right. It sounds like him. I think that's who it was. But Iowa comes back. Akram Wadley makes one of the most ridiculous plays. Unbelievable. And then in he, overtime. Joel Lanning tackled air. Do you remember yes. that? And then he was running through people at the end of that run to get into the end zone from about five yards out. But Iowa comes back and wins it after a field goal from Iowa State to begin the overtime. It was Smith-Marset for the Hawkeyes mm, yeah. winning it and uh, giving Iowa State their first loss. They bounce back, though, the following week. They go on the road to Akron and kind of felt like a tricky spot. That was one also I remember talking about a lot. Their next game was the Texas game that mm-hmm. was much anticipated, that Thursday night game. Felt like it could have been a look-ahead spot, and for a while it was, but late in the game, in the second half, David Montgomery with the score. Montgomery has space, has a touchdown! Iowa State with the road victory in Akron, 41-14 as they run away in the second half. That game was 2014, though, at the half before uh, Iowa State put it to them. So we go to that Thursday night against the Longhorns and went to uh, Jack Trice for the first time in a while. Hung out during the afternoon, did some tailgating, and uh, enjoyed myself before going into the stadium. But that game was weird. The final game of Jacob Park, and it did not go well, Ken. No, Trent, it absolutely didn't. And low-scoring game, if memory serves, right? 17-7 was the final. It was 14-0 at the half. Texas jumped out to the lead. But Jacob Park was missing receivers yeah. all over the place. Yep. He was... He was off, to say the least, in that one. No, and did he get another? Did he throw another pass? He did not, That's because the following game is the Oklahoma upset, the, and that, this would propel them. They went on a long run after this. In fact, they gained bowl eligibility. They had it locked up prior to them losing again. Correct? How many did they reel off in a row? That was let's see, four or five. It was at least. Four. Yeah, you're right on that one. I've scrolled past the schedule. Four consecutive. Oklahoma, Kansas, Texas Tech, TCU. All in the month of October. A perfect schedule uh, through the month of October. We start with Oklahoma. And you mentioned uh, Muraka, what he was able to do. Here's a score from him. Second and six. Marchie Murdoch in motion. He's got the football now. Cross the 20. 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Iowa State. Kemp looks left, throws, and caught. Alan Lazard, and we've got a tie ball game here in the third quarter. Down by 8-24-16, the score by Murdoch, and then the two-point conversion, tying it at 24 and honestly, that was the first time. Early in the game, it looked like Oklahoma was going to run away. They were dominating the first eight minutes or so of the football game, and it felt like exactly like we anticipated going in. It was going to be 45-7. Oklahoma was just going to dominate. But they came back, and when they scored there, that was the first time, at least for me, I remember saying, no, they can't really do this, can they? <laughs> right. But it seemed... The cover seemed pretty like oh, it was yes. pretty safe at that point. You were in really good shape if you had that one. Let's go down. After uh, the game goes back and forth from there, one of the greatest catches in Iowa State history. Is that hyperbolic? Yeah, no, I don't think so. Jeff Woody with one of the biggest runs in Iowa State history against another team from that state. But I don't think this is over the top, Trent. I think you're right on. Sooner, bring pressure. Kemp going up top for Lazar. It's caught. Touchdown, Iowa State. The clones take the lead 38-31, but Baker Mayfield, he still got the football back. We go to fourth down. No timeouts left for the Sooners. This could be the play of the game. 
Mayfield looking. Plenty of time. Flushed. Over the middle. Incomplete. Iowa State, the signature upset win for Matt Campbell in the staff. What a signature win for Matt Campbell and Iowa State. 38-31. And, Trent, uh, they should have got, they should have picked him off this year. Yeah. They had wide open receiver. Did, yes. Uh, and there was pass interference on the plays. They went for it. Instead of uh, settling it at overtime, it was the right call. Good for you, Coach Campbell. Didn't go your way this year, but it certainly did in 2017. 38-31 from there. They come back home. They dominate Kansas 45 nothing. Win at Texas Tech 31-13. But then it is fourth-ranked and undefeated TCU coming into Jack Trice Stadium. Early on, it was all Cyclones. Third and goal from inside the five-yard line. Camp in zone, and it's caught by Butler. Is he in? Yes, he is. Touchdown, Cyclone. They jump out 14-0 right away, and you could tell that there was a great chance of the upset. But that was all the offense got the rest of the day, Ken. Yeah, you know, what I remember about uh, that year, too, was do you remember Matt Campbell coming out and proclaiming that the best receiver in the receiver room was Akeem Butler? Yes. And Alan Lazard sitting in that room as well. You think to yourself, come on, that's a little over the top. Uh But you know what? Um, Bakeem Butler had a, had a hell of an Iowa State career, and he was injured, of course, last year as he was drafted early by Arizona. But the Cardinals will give him a chance this year. 14-7 the final. It was the defense that wins it against fourth-ranked TCU. Second and goal. He'll go throw in trouble. Hit. And sacked back at the 11. He fumbled the ball. Recovered by Iowa State. Hill on second and ten. Throws and is picked off. Intercepted by Spears. Just the listen to the crowd. That that's that was my takeaway too. The reverberation that you heard, <laughs> the excitement in that crowd. They were doing things they hadn't seen in a long time inside Jack Trice Stadium. Four consecutive victories. Throughout the month of October to November, not quite as good. West Virginia loss, a loss at home to Oklahoma State. That one, a lot of frustration in that game as they fell 49-42. They come back and beat Baylor for the seventh win of the year, but we finish up, Ken, with the bull trip. You mentioned it. Oh, my God. Well, you forgot K-State, but you, yeah, you know, I, I skip over K-State good, good idea, right? We, yeah, the bowl game. Get to the bowl game. That was, that was a good one. We mentioned Akeem Butler. Here he is with the score. Kempt on third and seven, sits in the pocket, floats it right down the middle, wide open, Akeem Butler, touchdown! 7 nothing. back and forth we go, but this to me is one of the most memorable plays, even though it didn't impact it. 21-20, Iowa State leads, they're going in for another score, but something you never see. The fumble? The fumble that wasn't. Montgomery again, dives, touchdown! The ball came out. Mike Patrick, he's confused. Everyone's confused. Butler and Lazar are coming off the field. That's not a fumble. No. That was not a fumble yet. Here we are. They get it done, though. 21-20, the victory for Iowa State. Eight wins 
in year number two for Matt Campbell's squad. Indeed. Uh, good stuff. Uh, good rewind there, Trent. Back to 2017. All right, we'll take a time out. Our final segment, we're going to reserve it every Friday. We'll recap what we did the week of Restaurant Radio in review coming up next as we take you until noon. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 10-Skin Building. Ken Miller, Trent Condon, Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. our final segment of the week. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Uh, um, uh, Well, of course, coming up at 2 o'clock, Murph and Andy will be here, Fanatics at 4, and then Saturday morning uh, at 8 o'clock, Emery and Sean on the air uh, the Saturday morning. Did they still call it a pregame? Yep, it's a little bit more difficult, isn't it? Not a lot of games to talk about. Anyways, uh, but they'll be on the air entertaining you uh, from 8 until 10. Well, Trent, another week has come and gone, and we had a busy uh, couple of hours of restaurant radio earlier this week. We do it Tuesdays and Thursdays, and on Friday, our final segment of the week, we kind of look back and uh, recap what we did on restaurant radio. Uh, a lot of folks will be you know, home for the weekend, families home with uh, uh, perhaps an, an opportunity to, to carry out and we're going to remind you uh, who we put in the spotlight uh, this week and maybe that uh, one of those establishments can be on your list. Uh, regardless, we do this each and every week if you'd like to be a part of it. And as we said, we're going to open it up to small businesses, and we'll have our first small businesses join the restaurant radio fray on Tuesday. But you can email me at kenmillershow at gmail.com. There is no catch. Once we get through this, we are not going to, you know, bug you for advertising. I absolutely promise that will not be the case. In fact, we won't even call you. Uh, but we will call you to uh, get you on the air with us on Tuesday or Thursday. There's no charge for this. Come on aboard. Tell our our, our audience how what you're doing as far as the carry out or what your small business is doing in these difficult times you can uh, reach out to trent he's on facebook trent condon uh our twitter is miller and condon at uh, well at miller and condon uh let's get into it trent we had a busy couple of weeks we started uh, a couple of days rather we had a uh, busy day on tuesday with a whole bunch of restaurants and i wasn't sure we were going to get all 15 of them in but we managed to find a way to do it and we got right off the bat with um, boy, it seems like we hit Ankeny hard this week. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people reaching out. Well, you got a lot of connections in that community. I'm sure that's a part of it, well, right? Perhaps, uh, but happy to do it for regardless. When uh, ne- next week we're going to be, um, oh my gosh, um, northeast on your way to Jefferson. Oh, okay. Is it? It's. Um, anyways, I'll think of it. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's Grand Junction. Is that it? Grand Junction, yeah, that sounds familiar, absolutely. Uh, Grand Junction, Iowa, that's indeed who we we will be. Look, our signal's strong now. 106.3, the Mm -hmm. signal booms into there, apparently. And uh, we're going to be happy to help a a restaurant that's um, uh, trying to keep things going in Grand Junction. So, let's get into our recap of the week. And we started, as we mentioned, with Prairie Trail, McGee's Irish Pub. They've uh, just recently opened a couple of... A couple of months ago, Cold Stone Ice Cream, Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory, and the Cabaret Sports Pub. So right off the bat, we hit Prairie Trail hard, and we uh, put those four restaurants in the spotlight. Yeah, I really liked uh, Andrew and the Cab, a place that... 
Had a few cocktails when I've been up to Ankeny in that spot. Another one excited to get back into and uh, good talking with him. You mentioned Ankeny, Ceriso Grill up there in Ankeny. Melinda and her group doing a great job with that one. That was uh, a good conversation with her. And all these places, you hear it, you look at the menu, just Google it. Google, right. Google the menu, see, boy, that looks good. Our next one, Misty Fontanini with uh, with Curbin Cuisine. Remember the peanut butter and gel- the PB&J fries oh, I that do. they had on yes. the menu at Curbin Cuisine? I saw the picture of it, and I thought, I, I mean, look at they, they're willing to try, take chances, right? Right. You experiment when you're in the kitchen, and uh, that's apparently what happened here. Um, does that, I mean, does that what your appetite? Peanut well, butter? And- I love PB&J. I love fries. On fries? Man, give it a whirl. Yes. Look, at how, look at how popular poutine is for crying out no loud. No doubt. You know what? I never tried that in my life. And it's I, I'm not sure it originated in Canada. I'm, su- I'm but surprised I think it, it might out of Canada, yeah. Um, when I was a kid, we used to have gravy on our fries. Yeah, well, that's what it is. But you throw some cheese curds along yeah, with it. Yeah, that's, that's the addition to it. So that's another experiment. Look how poutine has taken off. Who knows? Maybe PG, uh, peanut butter and jam fries uh, will be the next. Of course, uh, in Valley uh, Junction, you'll find G-Migs, a uh, great group of guys that uh, that place. Uh, it's um, like many places. It's unfortunate you can't go in belly up to the bar. It's a great bar. Yes, it Just is. Just a great bar. TV's all over the place. But phenomenal food and a special every night. They're open for breakfast on Saturday and Sunday. They're open for lunch. As far as open, we say open. It's a different kind open now. It's carry-out only, but we're both big fans of G-Migs, Trent Condon. Yeah, one of my favorite places right up the uh, street from where I live, and absolutely love getting out there, seeing George and Bruce and all the staff. It's always a wonderful time. Got the popcorn there in the back. There's something about a bar with popcorn. Yeah. It's still... It just, and help yourself popcorn. Yes. I, I just... I love that. I don't know. Maybe it's the, the, the small <laughs> the town in me. Skating, yeah, yeah well, that's that, what that, it is. That's certainly a part of it. To it, I love popcorn. So it goes hand in hand. Indeed. Uh, Perkins, they've got a, a number of locations still open. Of course, the bakery. A lot of loyal clientele in Perkins. And uh, Perkins came on and uh, spent some time with us. So did Witch Witch. And boy, we're both big fans of those sandwiches. Mm-hmm. I learned something. Um, you know, I kind of get in a rut a lot of times. Times order the same thing. <laughs> yes, I know this. And I was a huge Reuben. I love the Reuben at Witch Witch, but you know, uh, listening to Andrew talk about some of his um, other sandwiches and the popularity of some of them, I think I'm going to have to branch out a little bit, Trent Condon. I like that. I like to see that. I like to get you out of your comfort zone from time to time, and it's good that you're doing it on your own. How about Kelly's Little Nipper over there, Capital East uh, area? That is, I told you, I went there on a bar crawl years ago, and Good bar food. They do it right over there. Said the community's been reaching out very well. Yep. Good job out of the East Siders supporting Kelly's Little Nipper. Well, I got an email. I forgot, I forgot until this very moment to share this with you, and I apologize for that. Uh, we got an email from Kelly's Little Nipper from Jeff. And I apologize, Trent, uh, who said to thank you and me because he got off the air with us and immediately had three people uh, reach out to him as far as ordering lunch to oh, carry out awesome. and said that they uh, they heard the segment on Restaurant Radio. So absolutely glad to do that. Pie 5 Pizza was good. Uh, they won some awards. They, um, they're in Ankeny. Just south of DMAC on is Oral Labor, right? Uh, not far from Thunderhead, another yeah. another restaurant we should probably have on Thunderhead and mm-hmm. Ankeny. They're in the same complex. And Pie Five Pizza doing a lot of good things over in Ankeny, and they would love to hear from you this weekend as well. It's uh, our, our final one that we had on Tuesday. It's not a restaurant, but if you're looking 
don't want to leave the house, just want to have it be delivered, don't want to deal with going curbside or carry out anything like that, My Town to Go is where you can go. My Town to the number two, go.com. And it's great. You go there and it tells you businesses, restaurants mm-hmm. that are close to you. If you want to go something a little bit further, of course, the delivery charge goes up there, but it has a slew of restaurants. Find something that looks good to you and do it mytowntogo.com. Do you know what it is? It's Uber Eats. It's Grubhub, yep. but it's locally owned. Yes. Locally owned. And if you're if you're one of those restaurants that we uh, that we talk about and you have not uh, made arrangements for your... Uh, for your care, for your delivery service, local one, my town to go. All right, let's move into. Uh, we went from Tuesday, so that was Tuesday, and we were absolutely jam packed. But we got them all in, and uh, we're, we're going to do it again coming up on Tuesday and next week. We thought we were going to start with the with the front row, who uh, does a, such a great job. Now you've eaten the steak a whole oh. bunch over there. Uh, Every we're going to get there on Thursdays. Got to have the steak, and that was for the Hawkeye Nation yes. radio show. So we're going to reschedule the front row, uh, Brian Down who was uh, going to join us, he had, uh, well, not kid problems, but something popped up, right? Yes. It, that, that happened. So we'll get the front row on here. Kinship Brewing. Now, this was kind of um, out of the norm for us. Mm-hmm. We are focusing on restaurants, but I love these stories. I mean, this is a restaurant that is still going forward with their plans to eventually open up in Waukee, uh, Kinship Brewing. Now, the beer is available at different events throughout the year. Right. Um, but you would think, Trent, in the in the great unknown where we were in, that it must be a real uh, way heavy on the mind as far as whether to go forward. But Kinship Brewing is full speed ahead. Yeah, and, and they're still a little ways away from when they were anticipating that they were going to be opening their, their tap house there and tap room that they have. The complex, I, I saw a bunch of art, artist renderings of it. It looks absolutely incredible. As a West Sider, I'm very excited to see that thing open up. And my nephew, also doing some work with him, Nick, who I think you've uh, met before, he's uh, helping out with Kinship. So hopefully everything goes according to plan. They're able to get up and running by the summer. When uh, Kinship opens, we'll be able to help them out a little bit when we kick things off. Absolutely. Well, one brewery that is open is the Twisted Vine Brewery. They are just south of what would be... I guess that the Yonkers entrance mm-hmm. uh, to Valley uh, to Valley West Mall. Of course, it's not there anymore. Well, the mall is, but Yonkers isn't. Um, but they are just um, uh, what was behind what was the TCI Fridays. Coconut Joe's was the bar. I think okay. that's the, that's where they uh, the Twisted Vine has moved in. They've got growlers to go. Uh, Twisted Vine. You can find them online. They are open. Delene joined us and uh, told us about all the some of the beers that they've got uh, available for purchase. Twisted Vine out in West Des Moines, just off West Town Parkway. Prep Kings was our next one, and we talked with Bob about this one. Looking to go a little healthier, and I've talked to a lot of people that are exercising more. I've been one of those people because you got time. Got time to exercise. They say, you know what? I'm going to also eat right. Prep Kings does a great job with that. They partner with a bunch of different gyms around here. Obviously, gyms not open right now, but healthy meals, meal plans throughout the week. Mm -hmm. You can do that with Prep Kings. Another one locally owned. That's what we love to see. Right. If you want a week's worth of food, if you want a month's worth, if you are meals, I'm not going to bring them all to you at once, Mm -hmm. but uh, the deadline is Friday night at midnight. So if you uh, heard uh, Bob from Prep Kings or you're hearing it now for the first time, you can check out their website, uh, Bob uh, at Prep Kings and uh, the the, uh, pre-packaged meals all ready to go. Well, uh, we talked about being on the west side. We went to the east side for Bianchi's. Now, I got corrected as soon as we got off the air. You, you screwed it up. Yeah, I, I was calling it Bianchi's, 
Sorry. C-H, there's a CH uh, in it. I should have probably stopped at the Hilltop because I've eaten there with, with Dr. Fuller numerous times. You know, it was his turn to buy lunch. Uh-huh. I, I bought the last one, and it's his turn to get the next one, and then this happens. So, oh. uh, Doc Fuller, I'm not going to forget that when we get, <laughs> get open, it is your turn. But Hilltop, I've been family in the family since the 1950s. If you grew up on the east side, I will guarantee... I won't guarantee, but it's a pretty safe bet that at some point uh, you've been to the Hilltop Yankees. Hilltop Restaurant on the east side, pizzas, sandwiches, and they are doing a great job delivering both lunch, or carry out rather, both lunch and again on dinner. That one, uh, the onion rings. That's what everybody yeah. told me. The onion rings. And the rings. pizza. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, and I saw some pictures of that pizza. That That's getting me revved up. We're looking for pizza this weekend. Might make a trip east and uh, get some Bianchi's. Yeah, well, on to the next one. And this was one of the stories. I read about the brick and ivory, uh, what they were going through. I read about it in the Des Moines Register, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to reach out to these guys mm-hmm. because this is a really uh, – what the, here's the story behind brick and ivy. So they're ready to go. Their grand opening is set, and COVID hits, and the restaurants shut down. So they've poured all of these hours, all of these hours both planning and then seeing their planning come to fruition. They're ready to have a big St. Patty's Day party and to you know cut the ribbon. Uh, the food is unbelievable. BrickandIvyIA.com, BrickandIvyIA.com, and then this hit. They're beautiful. Uh, they got a rooftop. Of course, Brick and Ivy, you think they're Cubs fans? Mm-hmm. Folks, you would be right. Uh, but they are now reduced to carry out as well. Check out their menu. My, oh, my. Uh, they did, whoever did the web or the website did yes. it right. It looks really good over there. Those guys uh, are doing great work. I know some people over on that side of town. They've been excited about this, looking for a higher-end kind of option. That's what they're looking to do with a really cool pub concept, concept inside. And the other thing uh, I was talking to the guys off air, Brandon and Nate, they mentioned to me is there's some pictures that you can find, but you don't get the full scale what it looks like just because when they're open, they want people to come in. They want to check oh, it out. Just sure. but Anybody that has been in there will tell you that place is going to be incredible. You mentioned the rooftop aspect, which is awesome. Something Altoona's been looking for for a long time. Going to be great when they open up. And for now, we'll keep them going and help them out with some carryout. Absolutely. Well, uh, we went from Altoona to Ankeny, and Dean from the Ankeny Cafe, Dean and his wife Brandy, if you've lived in Ankeny for any uh, period of time, there's a pretty good chance that you had breakfast one Saturday morning uh, with the family or you bellied up to one of the stools in the bar. Uh, Dean came on. My, I tried to I tried to stump Dean. I said, uh, remember I asked him, what, what do I have for breakfast, Dean? Thought about it for a second, and he spit it out. With, uh, well, you have the half of biscuits and gravy, huh? Uh, you have hash browns, right? Bacon and dry wheat toast. And he remembered <laughs> just from. Uh, but that's what good restaurant tours do, right. right? Yeah. And that's uh, that's the Ankeny Cafe. They're available for takeout. They're breakfast only. Uh, so if you want some breakfast uh, and you don't want to make it yourself, uh, and you live in the Ankeny area, they're right on uh, South Ankeny Boulevard. I think the address is 210, but South Ankeny Boulevard. Ankeny Cafe, and off we went to Zip Pizzeria and Adair. Yeah, we uh, hit up our neighbors to the west, and as you mentioned earlier, we're uh, with the new signal, 106.3. We're blowing out, so our friends over in Guthrie and Adair counties, hello to you, and hit up the pizza. And they're doing not just their pizza, which they're famous for, and they've won awards, but there's more happening now at Zim's, and Jim told us a bunch of different things that they're doing there. So you're looking for dinner, looking for some lunch, hit up Zim's Pizzeria. Zip-a, Zip-a. Zips. Yep, Pizzeria. Uh, double P. 
Uh, and he's won some awards, 2016 yeah. Pizza of the Year, and he's got a picture of that taco pizza. You know, I've never tried taco pizza. You've never tried I've taco never pizza? I've never tried taco pizza. Have you? Of Make course. Sounds of things. Yes, yes. I'm an Iowan. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yes, you, you have taco, taco pizza. That is the way to hit it up. Yeah, I never. Well, anyways, uh, boy, it looked good on the looked good on yes. the uh, the picture at uh, Zips Pizzeria uh, in Adair. District 36 is in Ankeny. Back we went to Prairie Trail yesterday. Was our final stop on Restaurant Radio District 36. They've added pizza to the menu. Uh, I've been there before. It's very good food, Trent. Terrific food. Whether it would be lunch, whether it be dinner, and like everybody else, they're in the carryout business now. They've added pizza. Sean at District 36 Wine Bar, District 36 in Prairie Trail. We tried Sarpino's both Tuesday and, and Thursday. We uh, came up short, but we've rescheduled them for next week because Sarpino's in Clive. Uh, they're teasing us a little bit. They're making us wait to share what they're doing, and we'll get that message on on uh, Tuesday of next week. Well, as we've mentioned a couple of times during the week, we're... Going to find something, a homework assignment on Netflix related mm-hmm. to sports. And um, you've identified a flick, a documentary, because I don't yes. want to watch a movie. Not on a movie, okay. Nah, something real. It's undefeated. Trent, uh, undefeated. It's only a one-parter, so that should be easy after right. watching all the Tiger Kings last <laughs> week. By the way, did you see that um, the guy that now runs the Tiger Kings? Yeah, King, Jeff Lowe. Yeah. Yeah. He reached out to Ross and Chris. I did. I mean that's crazy. Bill Plank uh, must have paid the twenty bucks or whatever for him to. Oh, send... they're charging to. Yeah, these? yeah. That, that's there's a website you can do that where <laughs> celebrities everywhere from A list down to D list celebrities, yeah, yeah. and you can have them send a message. So, you know, he gets uh, somebody that's that you want. Yeah, happen. that's that's okay. how you do it. So you pay them whatever the rate is. Yeah, they send a message, and and that's how it happened. <laughs> uh, I, I got wonder. a kick out of it. Yeah, that. I did too. I did too. I, that's really cool. Did you hear that he said? Uh, Season two coming soon? Yes. Come on. Enough's enough. I I don't know if I'd be in for season two. No, no. I don't think I'd be in for for season two. Season one was tough enough. Uh, Gee, what what a... a, Cameo uh, is the uh, name of the site that will do that. Is that what it is? Yeah. And and how much is... uh, Are there a list of... Couple of A-listers on there? Oh, Debbie. Give me a couple of names. Uh, Debbie Gibson? No, it doesn't do it for you. Um. All right. Let's Debbie, see. they've got Debbie Gibson listed as an A-lister. That's that's the top of the list. That oh I'm my seeing god! Jeremy Piven. No, no, doesn't do it for you. Uh, recent Tay Diggs. Never heard of him. Tay. Okay, let's find athletes. There's a category of athletes. All right. Uh let's see. Uh, Pat Hughes. Okay. You want Pat Hughes yeah, to send you a really, message? Not really, but at least I've yeah. Uh, let's see, Ryan Archinac- Archie Diacono. No, Brett Favre is he on there? Brett Favre's What's on Favre? there. Why does Favre do that? I mean, he can't need the money. You wouldn't think so. What's Favre get? Two hundred fifty bucks for and, a thirty-second cameo that'll send you. That's not bad. I mean, no. that's, that's good money. You're right. So Favre would do that for two fifty. Crazy. Darren McCarty. There's a hockey yeah, guy for you. Tough, tough kid. Number twenty-five, Detroit Red. Well, boy, oh boy, him and uh, Claude Lemieux from the Avalanche. They had a couple of set twos. Dick Buckus, Jeremy Roenick. Another hockey player. Roenick's in a little hot water. He lost his gig at NBC Sports. 80s wrestling fans, you can get Coco Beware to send you something. I don't know if the parrot talks, but he'll send you a message to Lenny Dykstra. Lenny Dykstra. What's the website, Ian? Cameo.com. It's kind of fun to scroll through, yeah, and and look at these different things. And 
that may be a birthday idea. All right. Well, we're out of time. That is not a bad birthday idea, especially if you're a Packer fan. You imagine yes. having Brett Favre saying happy birthday to you? That'd be pretty cool. Undefeated will be our homework assignment. All right, as we mentioned at the top of this segment, Murph and Andy at two, Fanatics at four. Uh, and then tomorrow morning, uh, Sean Roberts, Emery Songer will be on the air with the KXNO pre-game show starting tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. Monday morning, the morning rush will kick things off at 6. Trent and I will follow the rush in here at 10. Restaurant Radio Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, sign up, folks. There's no car, there's no cost, there's no charge. Come on, spend three or four minutes with Trent and I on the air telling our audience what you are doing, what you are serving, those type of questions, your hours, uh, and, and we will spread the word for you and do so free of charge restaurant radio reach out to me ken miller show at gmail.com i'll get back to you with an approximate time slot when you're going to be on and we will hear from you that's going to do it for the week have a wonderful weekend folks stay inside if at all possible uh, for trent condon ken miller we'll talk to you next week miller and condon on des moines sports station 1460 kxno and now 106.3